Good morning. It's Monday, April 15, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today, court to weigh issue of gene patents. Rifts in two parties complicate odds for gun measure, and Chavez's hand-picked successor wins narrowly in Venezuela. In today's national headlines, music soothes the hearts of premature babies. Parents support training teachers to carry guns, and rat kidneys made in the lab point to benefit for humans. In today's business headlines, Google and Europe reach a deal on searches, flaws seen in protection of animals on the set, and AMC shifts a Western series to Saturday with no intention of killing it. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Court to Weigh Issue of Gene Patents. Reported by Andrew Pollack. The Supreme Court is poised to take up the highly charged question of whether human genes can be patented. But another question could trump it. Has the field of genetics moved so far so fast that whatever the court decides, it has come too late to the issue? The case, which will come before the courts on Monday, involves patents held by myriad genetics on two human genes, which, when mutated, give a woman a high risk of getting breast or ovarian cancer. The parents give myriad a monopoly on testing for these mutations, a highly lucrative business. The hearing comes as scientific advances are producing an explosion of new information about human genes, as well as those of animals, plants, and microbes, yielding new approaches to detecting and combating diseases. Opponents of gene patents say no company should have rights to what is essentially part of the human body. They contend Myriad's monopoly has impeded medical progress and access to testing, in some cases denying patients their own genetic information. Myriad and its allies in the biotechnology industry counter that a ruling that invalidates gene patents would upend three decades of patenting practice and undermine billions of dollars of investments to develop not only genetic tests, but also biotech drugs, DNA-based vaccines, and genetically modified crops. It would chill a wide range of important activities that benefit society, the biotechnology industry organization said in a friend of the court brief, one of about 50 such briefs filed in a sign of the case's potentially far-reaching consequences. While the debate continues, some experts say patents on human genes are fading in importance. Events on the ground have overtaken the law, said Dr. James Evans, a professor of genetics and medicine at the University of North Carolina. He said the impact of the Supreme Court's decision will be much more ideological than it will be practical. The myriad patents at issue were due to expire in the next two years, and experts say a relatively small number of other diagnostic tests or drugs are protected by patents on single genes. I don't think this affects many patents that really matter to companies, said Dr. Robert Cook Deegan, a professor at Duke University's Institute for Genome Sciences and Policy. It is often said that one-fifth of the roughly 20,000 human genes are patented. But in a study, Christopher Holman, a professor of law at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, found that many of those patents merely mentioned genes but would not block genetic testing, and many patents had been allowed to lapse. 
Moreover, it will soon be possible to sequence a person's entire genome for less than the $4,000 that Myriad charges to analyze just two genes, which are called BRCA1 and BRCA2. And whole genome sequencing might not infringe patents on isolated genes.